Hello and welcome to the PK Podcast, the debut episode. I'm going to be sharing with you plenty of headlines to discuss, including state baseball and 247 recruiting updates. So with that being said, let's dive right into all the action. This will be a little bit shorter than uh, the 45-minute episode because this will be mainly previews and then that small headline about, uh, it'll be about Caden Proctor and JJ. So let's dive right into the previews. We have, we'll have uh, C4A matches, uh, matchups of Johnston versus Liberty. Yeah, that's the one seed versus the eight seed. That that game's gonna be great. Um, we got the Juggernaut and Johnston versus the Cinderella that everyone's rooting for in Liberty. Um, the two seed versus the seven seed will be City High. They're being the two seed versus Indianola, the seven seed. Uh, lots of hot guy commits in that one that everyone will be excited to see in Iowa City. Dowling versus Prairie. Prairie being the three seed and Dowling being the six seed. That game's a rematch from last year's quarterfinal, which was a nuts quarterfinal. Really fun to watch. I believe uh, Prairie had a pretty big comeback in that one. So uh, with that offensive firepower on both those teams, it'll be a super fun game to watch. And then the game everyone's looking forward to, um, Waukee versus Waukee Northwest. I mean, in the inaugural season, these two are heading against each other in the state cha- I mean, state finals or state quarterfinals. I mean, that's nuts. And these two teams combined would be nuts. Um, but with that being said, let's dive into the one verse eight first. This game will be at 11.30 a.m. Cron pod right here. We're going to go in chronological order. So the next game we'll do is uh, Waukee versus Waukee Northwest at two. So with that being said, let's dive right into it. I'll be just listing off uh, path to victories for both teams and uh, lots of players to watch for each team. So with that being said, let's dive right into it. Uh, first, we'll do Johnson. They're the one seed. This team, I mean, this team, this team rakes, man. Uh, this offense, I mean, above one OPS. The pitching's also there for them. They're one of the most complete teams, if not the most. They are the most complete team in the state. May I correct myself there? Um, they're dudes, just they're elite, man. Every single player, one through nine, they're they're elite baseball players. You've got Miles Risley, I think, is the main guy to talk about, and then in the position player category i mean he's batting four five two average with a 1.2 ops uh he hits for power he's got six home runs on the season three triples he's fast 27 for 27 on stolen bases i mean this guy's legit and it's super fun watch but i mean it doesn't stop there for johnson i mean i i truly believe uh, let me count this one two three four i believe they have four guys potentially five that would be uh the best player on a different team so uh we'll keep going michael seamer elite elite for johnson this year i mean 0.456 obp he's got he's got a above one ops he's ridiculous and then power hitter spencer campadilly this guy's fun to watch man is he's elite defensively uh he's, he's a great framer but i mean he definitely steals a lot of strikes, and then he's also got um, just power. He can hit. He hits bombs. He's got four home runs on the season, uh, uh, fourteen doubles too. His slug is pretty high at point six five three. Uh, he's got a one point two OPS as well. Um, well, Will Nuss, he's a freshman. This is ridiculous. His stats are nuts. One dot OPS as a freshman, 
four bombs. He's hit he's hit big home runs earlier in the season. One against Sioux City East. I mean, wow. He's going to be super fun to watch. I'm actually really interested to see how he does as a freshman already being on this big of a stage. And then some other ones to watch out for. Jack Emanuel, senior. Eric Tyne Whedon. Hopefully I'm saying your name right. Sorry if I'm not. Um, we've got Blake Lundholm. He's he's a sophomore, another sophomore. It's lining it up for them. I mean, they're young and good, and they've got the old, the older seniors to really just carry the load. Um, still in base wise, they do steal a lot. Of, they do steal with the kids that can. Seamer's got nineteen. Grizzly's got twenty-seven. Between those two, I believe they are just they have a ridiculous percentage. Um, yeah, that's they're really good, man. This this team's impressive. Pitching wise, Pimble and Willems are their two that are, look. They're they got a two-headed dragon with Pimble and Willems. Um, Willems has a one dot four four ERA and point six eight WHIP. Ridiculous numbers on the season. Doesn't walk people, but strikes out a lot. Exactly what you want from pitcher. Point one three seven opponent batting average, and then Pimble has been their guy last year he pitched in, at state shut down Ankeny who was an elite team last year um I mean they're he's looking really good he's he's got a 2.05 URA so higher than Willems and a 1.05 whip so both of those are higher but this man goes against the dogs of the team the best teams possible so I mean he's he has been their ace I believe this year um he started against Centennial they did do kind of a double start last uh against Centennial with Willems and Pemble but overall man this team is legit and then for other dudes um I mean Pierce Anderson he's he's had a great season he has a 1.39 ERA with a 1.3 whip and 35 innings pitched uh Kitten Housred a junior he's got a below one ERA with a below one whip really impressive stats out of him just a little bit low on the inning side so um he could come in and relieve and be really electric. Um, other than that, a lot of just good pitchers are all like a lot below one ERA. So this team is going to be super fun to watch. They're electric. They're hype. I mean, baseball is their sport, man. So I'll, I'll, it's going to be super fun to watch these guys at 1130 tomorrow. Great way to start the morning. Huh? As for Liberty, let's dive into the Cinderella's, man. They So they beat Clinton to start the playoffs. I'm assuming Jai Jensen pitch. I should go check that, but he's their ace, so I'm assuming he pitched against Liberty. And they won that one, I believe, five to f- – wait, let me check. I'll just look at their schedule. Okay, I confirm all this stuff. Um, so they played Clinton. They won five to three. Uh, Cedar Falls, they killed 14 to one. And Cedar Falls is a top ten team all season, so this is impressive. That's the most impressive win out of all of them, I think. Pleasant Valley – Five to four, they beat it. They beat them, the reigning state champs in the sub-state final. They they got out to a lead. Uh, they ended up tying it up. Pleasant Valley ended up tying it up, and then got in a bases loaded situations. Liberty got away with the one to make it five to four to advance to the state to advance to state and Dwayne Banks Field. I mean, it's their first time at state. I mean, super impressive. What the best story in baseball this year? I mean. With the Owen Skelly tragedy that happened, I mean, it's a it's a great to see them do what they did. So as for position players to watch for, Luke Myers is having a great season, high OBP with a point four six one. 
Jack Funk's been great this year. Um, Luke Ramsey went off in the sub-state uh, final. He had three for three with three singles, three runs, and two stolen bases. Hayden Vickroy, I think, is their best bat, in my opinion. He's 28 ribbies, eight doubles. Uh, he's got a 360 average at the 462 on OBP and about uh, high nines uh, OPS. So I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing that guy take the take the box. And then they got Evan Chandler, who has a super high OBP with a .532. A lot of singles. He's got a triple on the season, six doubles. But, I mean, this team is going to be – they're no pushover. They beat Top Comp. They beat City – they swept City High earlier and got the cave over Miller. So it's been – they're a team you can't sleep on coming into the tournament. If you're Johnson, you should still – be worried even though you're a juggernaut um the thing with liberty is they walk a lot of batters <clears throat> you don't want to make mistakes against johnson i mean joe yoki pitched on about as perfect as a game you can against johnson because of one throwback that went over the second baseman's head or shortstop's head to keep miles rizzi from stealing um he was able to capitalize off the mistake of Oki throwing it over his head and uh rizzi stole third and then they ended up scoring Risley, so which was a big difference in the game. You just can't make mistakes against Johnson. It's super tough to beat them. Liberty also has a high ERA. The pitching is going to be kind of worrisome. 4.8 ERA is scary in the state finals. They're definitely going to have to pitch above that. Um, the whip's also high with the 1.74. If they can avoid walking batters, they should be in a decent spot. The offense is going to be interesting to see with elite pitching they're facing um but i will say they don't have they aren't facing like a mlb prospect like in kate obermeller they're facing a just a really good high school pitcher in pimble or Willems. so it'll be really interesting to see how this one goes um i i, I got johnston i got johnston probably six to one six to two um i do think johnson's ceiling is a 10, 10 to zero win. I think they, if they were playing to their ceiling, they can. I think Johnson, if they're playing to the floor, Liberty, that's Liberty's ceiling, if that makes sense. I think Liberty's ceiling is Johnson's floor. Um, but it's baseball, and that could easily happen. That's not far fetched. So, I mean, one good performance from Boyd Skelly, who I think will pitch, um, would limit all that. Um, Skelly's been really good this year. I don't know if I've talked about him. He has a 3.3 ERA with a 1.5 whip. The whip's a little high. The batting average for opponents is pretty high, but he's been getting outs this year, and he's been big. So um, it'll be really interesting to see uh, how this matchup plays. So let's move on to the next one, which would be City High versus Johnston. Um, quick overview. Johnston, I mean, uh, City High, sorry. Uh, super smart offense. They're really good at just getting on base. Lots of singles, but they're so smart at the plate. All of them have a really high OBP, one through nine. Um, let's see, they got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven qualified batters with an above 400 OBP, which is, I mean, one through seven if you have plus 400 or 400 OBP. That's nuts, man. So, um, Gable Mitchell's that bat that you really want to watch his ABs because he he takes his walk. He's a super, he's a high amount of walks, and he he's just an elite hitter, man. He's 
two bombs on the season, four triples. He's going to Iowa. Um, he has a high average, .477 average, so he's really 1.2 OPS. Um, Obermeller also is a really good hitter, 402 average, 483 OBP. I mean, what can't this man do at this point? He's he's elite. Joey Boschka, great leadoff guy. He has 45 singles this year out of his 49 hits, so it'll be super fun to see this man. I mean, this team just uh, face Brady Blake, who I believe Indian Hall will be pitching. And then uh, enough can't be said about Kate Obermeller. He's had a ridiculous season, 98 Ks in 46 innings. That's a 19.1 K through 9, uh, which is, I believe, easily leading the state. Maybe Ian Fisher from Norwalk has a higher one, but um, he has a below one whip. He has similar stats to Watts, Anthony Watts, the elite pitcher of the Walking Northwest. He's an MLB prospect, but I believe Jeff Johnson from the Gazette, uh, in an interview with him, said that he is going to be uh, going to Iowa, or he's pretty bent on going to Iowa. It's not maybe confirmed, but uh, they're pretty convinced that he will. As for relief, I mean, they've got Talon Young's a freshman. Hopefully I'm saying your name right, Talon. Um, 2.5 year one that 2 whip. Uh, he's been good. Gable Mitchell also can relieve. He's 21 innings on the season, 1.ERA, 1.10 whip. I think this team is really good. They're a balanced team, balanced attack, lots of deep college baseball players on this team. Um, ben Keeter, a hot guy commit for football and wrestling, is on this team. I believe he's back from wrestling. I don't know if he'll be playing for sure. I haven't seen their starting lineup when he's there because he's only got 13 games played on the season, but... I mean, I'll be interested to see how he does. Uh, if he does play, I'm sure he's got a cannon man, Superman out there. So, uh, let's move on to Indianola. Indianola came in; they beat Urbandale. Uh, Urbandale, I don't believe that's Sam Harris. He got hurt, I believe. I'm gonna actually double check that just to see if he pitched against uh, Indianola. But they've got the star of the team is Brady Blake. That man is. Got really good hitting numbers on the year. Um, nine bombs, so he's right up there with the league leaders in bombs. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, Sam Harris did not pitch against Indiana. Um, I, I like some of the bats that Indiana has. Bennett Brook, he's had a good season. Um, I mean, he can maybe pitch Bennett Brook, but he, he doesn't have as many innings pitch as Brady Blake, so I'm assuming Brady Blake is taking the mound. Especially at Iowa, he's a Hawkeye commit. Um, as for Bennett Burke, he's had a good year. Pretty middle of the ground stats, but he's a he's a varsity quarterback. He's had a he, he's had a good season at point three two eight average, point three five OBP, uh, about a point eight OPS. League average is point seven two nine. If you don't know already, um, Brady Blake ridiculous stats on the year. Um, a point a one dot three OPS, so he's about six hundred points above um, the average OPS. He's got nine bombs a season, thirty one RBIs, eleven doubles. He's got a triple in the season. Yeah, he he's that dude. He's their unicorn man. He's he's gonna be elite. Super fun to watch him. Um, as for their their uh, their arms, I like uh, I really like um. Caden Ritchie coming out of the pin for me. He's got five saves on the season. He's really impressive numbers as a sophomore. 
36 strikeouts, 1.62 ERA with a below one whip. So I mean, this team, uh, uh, this team can maybe stun. They've got some good arms. Now they do play weak comp. Their, their their division isn't tough during the regular season. They have played good teams, don't get me wrong, but they haven't beaten elite teams yet. Um, their best one's probably Urbandale recently, so uh, it'll be interesting. This will kind of show if City High's like one and two definitive or or if uh, Johnson's on kind of their own tier. Um, Brady Blake has a 3.13 ERA, by the way, with a 1.16 whip. Um, so he's been good this season, definitely as a pitcher, but I'll be interested to see if his stuff translates to City High against City High. Um, I know Obermeller's will. He's done it all season. The only team that's gotten to Obermeller is Iowa City Liberty, so it'll be interesting. Um, I, I probably got City High winning this one probably 5-2, to 5-1. to one. Um, I think City High's Obermeier is going to go a complete game, or five innings at least. And I believe Obermeier's worst floor is giving up two runs. Um, yeah, we'll see. I think Indianola's ceiling would be City High if they were playing their worst, but or playing pretty bad. So I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see this game. This game will be at 7:30 p.m. Um, so it's the prime time game if you're if you're trying to watch a game at night. Um, so we'll go, we'll move to the next one. Prairie versus Dowling, three versus six. This game's going to be super fun. They've got elite prospects all over the field on this one. Cal Sullivan has been ridiculous this season for Prairie. He's a catcher. Um, I think he plays some third base. I could be wrong, but his strikeout percentage is 2% in 129 ABs. Three strikeouts. I mean, I mean, we're talking a dude that you go up, watch him, Again, an AB, and he's just a two percent chance of striking out as a high schooler. I mean, that's nuts. Um, I mean, I think I believe he's faced some quality pitching to this year, so um, that's just that's crazy. He has a four three four average, a one dot two OPS. It looks like yep, one dot two OPS. So he's been easily, uh, you could argue, the second best hitting catcher in the state. I don't even think it's a... I mean, yeah, you could argue because Campadilly's really good, too. Um, Maddox Freeze, he hit the walk-off, I believe. Did he? It was either him or Vlicko or maybe Cal Solon. Jeez, now I can't remember that, but that's annoying. But uh, Maddox Freeze, he went the... I believe he pitched against Kennedy. It was a 2-1 to one game. I I don't know much about their pitching. I, I don't know if they're... Who they're I believe Maddox Freeze is their top arm. But I don't think uh, – I don't know if their pitching is their strongest suit. I believe it's their offense because their offense, man, they get on base and they do not strike out. But they've got – so we were talking about City High. They have seven players over, over 700 OBP. they got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. One through nine with a, a plus 400 OBP. So this will be really cool to see how this team translates to Dowling's pitching. Dowling's pitching is really good, so it'll be cool to see how this team hits against uh, Dowling. Um, if I haven't named Brandon, Brandon Blicko is really good. He was their quarterback uh, this last year. He's he's impressive. He has really good numbers on the season. Go check out this bound page to just see good offense. Like all these dudes got really good numbers. 
Um, as for pitching, let's go to pitching. Maddox Freeze, 56 innings pitched. He's got 2.12 ERA with a 1.07 whip. Andrew Robinson's been really good, too. He's he's there, too, I'm assuming. He's got a 2.13 ERA with a 1.24 whip. And uh, sophomore Cam Bowles has been actually really impressive this year, too. He's got a 2.5 ERA with a 1.21 whip. Um, they do have, they do have Cal Sullivan. Come to, he has two saves on the year. I don't know if that's normal, but he has a 1.7 ERA and 1.05 whip. So he's been good in relief, at least when he's pitched. I don't know if the comp he's pitched against, but... He's been good in relief. So overall, I mean, Prairie path to winning is just doing what they do, which is score runs and pitch pitch a, um, just a good game. They don't need a great game pitching. They can just pitch a good game, and they'll still be fine. As for Dowling, let's go to Dowling. Uh, this team's loaded with elite prospects. We've got two TCU commits on this team with Trevor Baumler and uh, Blake Larson. Um, Baumler, I mean, has proven himself to be the best hitter in the state as a sophomore, which I think that's still unbelievable to believe. We were talking about how good OPS, how like great of an OPS Miles Risley had earlier in Cal Sullivan, and he has a 1.5 OPS compared to their 1.2s. So he's been 300 points above them. He's 700 or 800 points above average on OPS, so... I mean, this guy's proven himself to be the elite hitter. Um, I don't know how good he is defensively. I haven't seen him. But hitting-wise, I mean, he has 11 bombs on the season, leads the, the leads 4A in it. He led the state in a while. It kind of cooled off with the power. 12 doubles, 43 RBIs this season. He's been legit. He's a catcher, in case I haven't said that. Uh, Cooper Nicholson at short, he's been, I, I believe he's 6 for 7. During the playoffs, he's been really good. Uh, seven bombs on this team. This team has the best pop in the state. They'll hit bombs. I'm excited to see that stuff translate into Dwayne Banks Field. Uh, but, yeah, Cooper Nicholson's been elite. Bo Gamble's their center fielder. He gets on base. Lower average, but he still gets on base. He has pop, too. Um, Luke Sheridan has been having a good year. He's a pitcher. or He's probably going to start for them, but he's had a really good year at the plate. Larson is their other TCU commit. He's a great pitcher, but he hasn't pitched a lot this year, I believe. He has a shoulder problem. I'm not 100% sure, but I believe he does because he just hasn't pitched as much as he normally would. Um, He does have pop in his bat when he is hitting his four home runs, nine doubles. Um, I'm hyped to see how this team hits there because... They might, we might actually get to see a lot of home runs out of this team. They've got a lot of bomb. Blake Anderson can hit too. Uh, he's had a really good career at Dowling. So, um, moving on to their pitching, we've got um, Evan Curran, who is not started a game, but is has ridiculous relieving stats. Forty-two innings pitched, uh, .82 ERA, .94 WHIP, uh, forty-two strikeouts. 0.183 opposing batting average. Like he comes in and shuts the door. Um, I believe I believe against Lemar, he came in as like the third or second inning and shut the door on Lemar. They didn't score after that. Uh, Luke Sheridan, I think, will start. He has great numbers or really good numbers starting, but he kind of got got um, against Lemar in the first inning. I believe they put up two. So um, we'll see about that. Jake English 
his numbers aren't too great. Let's see, Jumaro, he has great numbers. Uh, Sam Carroll has good numbers and a good amount of innings pitched. Cole, they got, I mean, those numbers are kind of bad, but they do have arms that pitch a good amount. Larson, I mean, here's a stat for you. Larson in nine innings, 9.2 innings pitched. He had 24 Ks. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. And a point oh six seven opponent batting average. He does walk some batters, though. Seven walks and nine innings isn't too great. But, I mean, this dude's, he's that dude, man. He's he's elite. He just, I think, was hurt this year, which sucks. Um, but, yeah, overall, this game's going to be really good. I think I'm going to have to side with Dowling, but Prairie, man. They, that's, this is a coin flip game. This is going to be such a fun game to watch. Um, I believe this game's at uh, 5. Yeah, I believe it's at 5. I'll... I'll I'll tell you all guys all the times at the end of the episode, but yeah, this this game's gonna be super fun to watch. Excited for this one. Um, Joaquin Northwest time. Joaquin versus Joaquin Northwest. Let's get it, man. This team, these these two teams, man. This is, this is gonna be the most fun matchup to watch easily at five at two o'clock. This is when the, is when the game's happening. But um, instantly, I'm just gonna go into a preview. The inaugural season of these two going at it at state already is nuts. Um, I'm hyped to see this, man. I've said it plenty of times, but this is gonna be a great matchup. Um, just the pure, <laughs> the pure storybook. This is of the inaugural season facing each other in the quarterfinals. I, I mean, I, I, I was, everything was pointing to it when when Substate. I mean, when uh initially like all the scores came out but i did not think the state would have it happen i thought they'd switch it around and i love that they did um but yeah this game is gonna be legit colin driscoll is a name to watch Liam mcgee is a name to watch and camden kaufman's the ace for Rocky. those are all names for Rocky, by the way um those three i mean their offense one thing i will say about Rocky's offense is it's bad it's not it's below average um the, and against Anthony Watts, you got to put together some runs. Because, I mean, he's a leap. He's the top pitcher in the state. So, um, it's, it'll be really interesting to see if this offense can, like, get something going. Because they're, they're way below average in OPS, way below average. They're eighth in hits in the state tournament, eighth in runs, I believe, in the state tournament. They're just, they just haven't had the best year hitting wise but they've found a way to win games they're they're still being quality teams um Ken Kaufman's the arm that I'm really excited to see 1.95 ERA with a 1.08 whip um 71 strikeouts he's going to DMAC I mean this man he's he's legit like if he was pitching against any other pitcher besides Kate Overmeyer he'd probably be the better pitcher um but yeah he's this man's he's really good so now I'll move on to Joaquin Northwest. Um, we've got a better hitting team, better offensively team, but they're still below average in offense. But I think this team has a little bit more firepower than them. Um, let me just look at the stats real quick for Joaquin Northwest. Uh, I do like Ben Burkle. Ben Burkle's a really good bat. Uh, one dot OPS for him. Um, I think he's been really good. Uh, during the actually uh, during all year. 
during all year. He's been good all year. Um, Weston Barber looks like their leadoff guy. He's had a good year. He only struck out nine times. Sam Carter Van Horn, only five Ks on the season. They're seeing the ball well. Kidden Sam is a catcher he can hit. I'm I'm really hyped to see this matchup, man. Um, I mean, they've got good pitching. Um, and Anthony Watts, I mean, this man is legit, man. Yeah. Anthony Watts, 1.09 year, 0.88 whip. 111 Ks, what, below 10 runs allowed all season, a .162 opposing batting average, like this, he's the elite, Grant Miller, he's a, he's a pretty good pitcher too, I'll look for, they don't really, I don't see a close type situ- pitcher right now, because there's no saves I can see, um, but other pitcher than Grant Miller is notable, Devin Doyle's notable, um, Nah, no, not really much. Grant Carter, he's all right. Chris Peterson's all right. Um, Jake Easton's pretty good. This, I mean, this game's nuts. I got it 1-0 Joaquin Northwest, or like 2-1 Joaquin Northwest. Because um, I think Watts prevails. But um, this is going to be such a close game. It's kind of another coin flip. Two great pitchers going at it. But, yeah, I, I got um, Joaquin Northwest winning this one in a close one. Um, so that will wrap it up for the previews. I'll tell you guys the order of the games right now or, like, the times so you can find it. So 11.30 a.m. will be Johnson versus Iowa City Liberty. These will all be at Dwayne Banks Field in Iowa City. Joaquin versus North, Joaquin Northwest at the 2 o'clock game. Um that's just uh, just make sure you tune into that one, and then uh, Prairie versus Dowling will be the five o'clock game, um, and then uh, Iowa City High versus Indianola is the primetime seven thirty game. So overall, lots of great storylines that will uh, be happening during the state tournament. I'm really excited for it, and uh, yeah, that will wrap up the baseball preview. Uh, let's head into some of the ranking updates that happened recently. Caden uh, Proctor this morning got bumped up to a five star by two for seven. That's so dope to see. He's a KP uh, is just a legit man. I mean, uh, two four seven as I'm listed six seven three thirty. Um, I've noticed his weight does get higher or, or fluctuates, so it might be heavier or lower. Um, he is really good, man. He's he had a, such a good junior season. I mean, he's made this Iowa 2023 class look ridiculous because they were already loaded. Um, Alex Moda uh, is going to be really good to look for in this Iowa class. Ben Keeter could be like Jack Campbell. Um, Maddox Bort, uh, I'm going to Maddox Johnson from Norwalk uh, is going to be a great inside D lineman. I'm excited to see how he does. Aiden Hall. Uh, he's been like the king of 3A the past year or two years. David Cockler, um, I'm excited to see how he does. Um, he's an edge from Des Moines North. I'm excited to see how he has it, how his senior season goes. Zach Glemmer has been like a 2A elite uh, prospect for a while. So, yeah, this he's made this Iowa class look ridiculous. But I'm happy he got bumped up to five-star. Really hard worker. Um Everyone, he flipped the recruiting world on its head when he committed to Iowa's national news, so I'm hyped for him, man. 
Um, they're going to be really good this season. I think Connor Moberly is their quarterback coming in, and he had really good film for JV games. He looks like a varsity quarterback playing JV. So um, we'll see how that translates to varsity, though. But, yeah, I'm excited to see how he does. Um, the next rating I'll talk about is J.J. Cole. J.J. Cole, Cole got bumped up by on three uh, sports recently. Um, I'm going to double-check exactly what his bump was. Um, Alright. And, okay. J.J. Cole's got bumped up to a 96 and is the fifth-ranked quarterback in the country, 36 overall prospect in 2023. I'm hyped for him, man. He's, he's going to have a really good season. I, this offense, this Ankeny offense they have is ridiculous with Jameson Patton and Jason Williams. Um, it'll be super fun to see how this team does because they're going to be legit. Uh, I think that the one and two is Seth and Ankeny right now. Um, yeah, JJ just had it, has had a really impressive offseason. Um, with the with the Elite Eleven on three MVP for Elite Eleven, and uh, he's he's really grabbed the attention of the nation. So I'm I'm happy for him. Uh, Jackson Smolik, he also went off in um, in Elite Eleven. He's been generating buzz. He's a Tulane commit right now. Uh, he has been hearing from a lot of bigger D1 schools, but I, I don't know if he. I'm pretty sure he's committed to Tulane, for sure, but I'm not. I can't verify that. But I'm excited to see how how his rankings reflect his performance this off season. All right. Well, overall, that is the headlines I'll talk about. Um, I'll just talk a little bit about what this podcast is going to be like. So it'll be like that format where I go through headlines. Most of the time, I won't have a preview though to talk about. So I'll go through headlines, go a little more in depth with them. Um. With baseball ending soon, I'll definitely go through a uh, go through a football preseason TPP preview type thing. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for this podcast, man. I'm thank you guys for the opportunity. Uh, thank you for listening to this first episode. If you're listening all the way to the end, I'm extremely grateful, and uh, I'll definitely be making another one tomorrow for or uh, after state baseball. So uh, I'm pumped. Uh, Thank you guys for listening to the first episode of the PK Podcast. Have a good one. Stay happy.